Hello folks. Welcome to the Shiny Happy People podcast. It's a trend spotting episode today. So today's topic is or the trend I should say, not a topic. Today's trend that we're going to get into is career transitioning. People who are changing careers, changing roles, not just changing jobs or companies. So we're going to get into this conversation about what does it mean? and and why there's so much of it happening today more than ever before is it because of maybe the great reshuffle the great resignation the great musical chairs whatever you want to call it so my colleagues are going to talk a little bit about what are some of the tips and best practices that one can do to pivot successfully and if you are a manager and you've got somebody coming in who is transitioning their career how can you help and set them up for success So very exciting episode. Stay tuned for it right after this break. Hello everyone. Welcome to the 8th episode of Trend Spotting. I'm your guest host Sanjay Dugar. and thank you for actually calling out a very important topic career transitioning and that's the topic we have picked up for this week's trend spotting and with me i have my guest shivani bhagi and uh, she has a lot of insight on this topic so welcome shivani thank you sanjay for having me you're most welcome and we are privileged to have you so this particular topic career transitioning suddenly seems to be hitting the news all around so first of all what do you think it is shivani well it's always been there um obviously it's a very discreet topic people don't shout about it that hey i want to make a change uh, it's very personal it's very discreet so it's always been happening in the backgrounds and privately but since the pandemic I think it's come to the forefront of many people's minds and I think people have had time to think about their own needs you know people have been continuously on the go the pandemic's forced them to stop and think there's been a change in the way people work that's opened their eyes to possibilities um and you might see on the internet they're calling it the great resignation but LinkedIn has done some research on this and they're calling it the great reshuffle um and it's exactly that what they're seeing is that you know more people are leaving their jobs um than before many are starting what what i'm seeing is many are starting businesses uh, or going independent rather than being a full-time employee so project work contracting uh, one off sort of commission pieces that's on the rise um but majority are leaving to stay in the workforce but they're looking for different things Hmm. So the great reshuffle. I think that's an interesting way to call out career transitioning. And uh, how about uh, you know who are these people who are transiting? Is it more the early entrants into the workforce or something else? What at least what I in my experience what I'm seeing because um, I work with a lot of people reach out to me to make change in their career. It's mid level, mid level people in their thirties, in their forties. They've got quite a bit of experience behind them. but they're at a point in their life where they realize okay their needs have changed. Ah okay. And uh, how does the work life part play out? I mean does that impact their thoughts around career transitioning as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um the insight the survey insights from LinkedIn um showed us two things. So 
typically overall priorities, um, well, I'll show these in a minute, but the fastest growing priorities, and I think they did this data since from 2020 to 2021. So what they're seeing as the fastest growing priorities are flexible work arrangements, inclusivity in the workplace, that's become really important for people now, um, and work-life balance, which, is, which was there before. Overall priorities, work-life balance, as I said, compensation and benefits, and colleagues and culture. So they're the driving factors. But as I said, the first three are on the up, and they are typically driving uh, the decision for many people to make a change. Awesome. And that ties in with something that I was reading just last week, uh, which talked about, you know, the especially the new generation, that is uh, the ones that are just about reaching the mid-manager level. Mm. They are actually looking at doing three different careers, you know, right. completely different careers. And I'm wondering whether the pandemic has simply just pressed the accelerate button on that. But let's see what's in store, what comes out. Uh, I think only time will tell. Uh, but from an individual's perspective, uh, what are some things that they can do to be ready to make that career transition? Yeah, I mean, see, most people go about it the wrong way. And a lot of people, what they do is they reach a point where, for whatever their reasons are, and we can talk about that as well, they realize, okay, I want to make a change. What they typically end up doing is, let me see what's on the job market. And that's not what I advise. So really, the thing that they need to do is look at, first of all, where is it that I need to be instead? Where am I today? And then how do I go about bridging that gap? And the process that in my organization that we use is what we call the three E's. So first E is examination, which is self-examination, having a look at where you are, what you've got, what you can offer. So looking, taking a look at your skill set, your strengths, your passions, your values, your vision. Then we're looking at the next phase, which is exploration. So let's pull together everything that you are today um, and we actually use a process of personal branding at that point before moving to the next phase, which is exploration. Now, let me see based on what I know about myself and my needs and my wants and what I have to offer, what opportunities align, what's out there in the marketplace. Then that's the exploration, the research phase. Then the third phase is to execute. So from the second phase, we come up with a strategy. And then the first, third E which is execution, is to execute on that strategy in the right way. Awesome. That makes it so simple, right? Examine, explore, execute. Wow. That's interesting. It sounds simple, but it's, <laughs> it's not always simple. Yeah. I agree with that, especially the when you're trying to examine you know, the tendency to be able to just think of yourself as very good in everything and then you're lost again. Uh, but I think a very critical examination of yourself. What do you really enjoy doing? What are your strengths? I really uh, like the way and, you put that across, uh, Shivani. And where you can apply your strengths and skills. And I think that's where I see a lot of people getting stuck because they get so pigeonholed in what they've been doing for so many years. They can't see beyond that. And transferable skills, particularly, is an area that I work on really closely with my clients. And that opens their eyes. But that's really where people need to focus. I've got this skill set. Where else can that skill set be applied? And the fact what you discussed and I discussed earlier about the changing ways of working now, doing multiple things, multiple income streams, these skills can act actually apply in multiple areas. And I think that's very exciting. And I think um, just the way the world's going, lots of people's eyes are open in this area. 
Absolutely. I think cross-functional kind of roles, uh, taking on uh, how, where your strengths can be applied, can be in a very different vertical altogether. Uh, and that's that's an interesting thought. Uh, but then that I think uh, you did mention something around personal branding as well. And um, I see that uh, becoming more and more important. Would you like to share some insights about personal branding? Absolutely. I think it is so critical. And you'll see debates nowadays like, oh, you don't need personal branding. It's outdated. I don't think personal branding can ever be outdated. So there's two things that even we do, as you know, Sanjay and C2C, we focus a lot on leadership branding. But I think before you even do that, you need to do personal branding. And that really is, as I mentioned before, pulling together all of those different aspects of yourself, your vision, your values, your strengths, your passions, and and packaging it in a way to understand what am I worth and what is that, how does that worth match and in, in the marketplace? And how do I articulate that value when I'm going for interviews, when I'm speaking to people, when I'm networking, when I'm speaking to stakeholders, for example. So it all needs to be in alignment. And when it is in alignment, it's very powerful and people understand exactly what the value is that you're bringing with the work that you're doing. That's interesting. You know, uh, Vinay used to make this very nice statement around personal branding. And he used to say, if you don't create your personal brand, someone else will be creating it. And I think it does make awfully good sense for us to create our own personal brand rather than someone else doing, which will then not be aligned. So I think that that's a, that's a beautiful thought. Any other tips for individuals seeking to career transit at this point? I think, um, you know, I think some people get stuck in a rut and there's no shame in asking for help and I see this a lot in the corporate sector we're kind of designed in the corporate sector to know it all and do you know just sort of show the showcase ourselves in the best way but you do need mentors and coaches can absolutely help you discover that path go on that journey with you and help you discover discover the right path for yourself because especially the first phase which is the self-examination it is actually very difficult to examine yourself But having a coach and a soundboard and having somebody have you look at things in a different way is what's going to help you have the insight. But then in all the phases, the second phase, which is exploration and also the execution, most people, when they come to me, they sometimes have an idea of where they might want to transition, but they have no clue how to go about it. What steps to take? What steps do I take in which order? So that's where I think um, getting the support can be critical. Awesome. Coaching and mentoring. That's the way to help examine very clearly and start to explore things. And then, of course, execution is for each individual to take it on. But finding the way, especially using a sounding board to find your way, that makes a lot of sense there, Shivani. Thanks for sharing that. You know, on the other side that I was thinking, how about the organization? Isn't it like a catch-22 for them? Like, should the manager support this? Uh, Should they not? Uh, what do you think the manager should be doing or the uh, organization? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, so there's lots of things that managers should be doing and organizations should be doing and could be doing. Um, they definitely need to take the time to understand each of their team members, understand their needs, understand their wants, understand their desires. You know, some individuals are happy to do the same repetitive work and go home and that's fine for them. Others, not so much. 
They need growth. They need to be challenged. They need to be trying different types of work. So a manager really needs to understand each individual member, first of all. Secondly, distribute the work fairly and evenly. And as I said, give the right people the right challenges and the right meaningful work for them. Uh, support their employees, I would say, in movement within the organization. And we see this a lot. Managers tend to have their favorites, the ones that are high performing and they can do the job really well. They can do it with their eyes closed and they want to retain them. But they're the people they're eventually going to lose because they're the people that need growth. So support them in finding, a, you know, a different role in a different part of the organization. Otherwise, I think the tendency is that you might lose that employee altogether to a different organization. So yeah, that, that risk is there. And I've learned it the hard way, Shivani. I used to have my favorites as well. And then I realized that. But fortunately for me, and I think it comes back to that coaching and mentoring bit yes. where I was also recommended that, uh, you know, let them free. They need to grow. And if you try to hold them back, we'll lose them completely. You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, Shivani. And I do believe that uh, for our listeners, I think there's some interesting messages there. Uh, a lot is going to happen around career transitioning. It's not so much the great resignation, but really the great reshuffle. Uh, that was a great insight. And I think the ways to go about it, use a coach, use a mentor, get your personal branding right uh, leverage and if you are managing such people then leverage their strengths help them make that career transitioning that they need to because otherwise you might end up losing them altogether. and I think that's important for organizations to think as well I think there was amazing uh, insights on this uh, topic Shivani once again thank you so much for being with us on this episode and to our listeners if you wish to add your comments your thoughts please do so and if you have other interesting topics that you want to listen, uh, which you want us to bring to you, uh, please share that and we'll be more than happy to think about how to bring those episodes to you as well. Thank you, everyone. Happy listening. Happy listening.